Hi, I'm Max. I'm Joe. And I'm Zan. And we're the Three, Three Wanting Witches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow and give us a five star rating. Also, please share this podcast to those who you think might enjoy our content. witches and welcome back to our podcast hi hello how's everybody doing doing better now it's friday oh i know yeah rough week girls very rough yeah let's get this party started you doing anything this weekend (laughs) i am partaking in a yard sale so i will be waking up bright and early selling all my dirty chones just kidding (laughs) (laughs) I will be, uh, I will also be doing um, nothing, actually, again, this week. I know, like, the last several weeks, I think I've been saying I'll be doing nothing. I'm not going to really be doing nothing this week, and it's boring. I'm going to be doing work at home, so. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finishing up A Soul of Ash and Blood. Oh, that's part of the series, right? Yes. Oh, okay. From Blood and Ash series. I haven't done that one yet. How many books are in that series? That would make it five, right? That's the fifth book. I am actually not too sure. Technically, there's actually I think there's like two pre- two prequels. I have oh, not okay. read those. That's cool. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I will have another boring weekend, but uh, I think last time I went out of town too. Right? <laughs> I'll be going out of town again just to browse around and get out because there's nothing else to do here. <laughs> Mm. And my kiddos start school on Monday. Yay. <laughs> July 31st, right? That's awful. But I know. It's getting sooner and sooner. I know, I know. Right? That's crazy. What is with that? Why is it getting so early? I couldn't tell you. We had a vote. I didn't win. So, I don't know. Really? I'm pretty sure the whole town voted against it, but the school board decided, no, we're doing that. Oh, so, it's a four-day week, too, right? Yeah, it's oh, going to be weird. Goodness. What am I going to do with these kids on Friday? I'm going to give them a job. Uh, <laughs> can they, like, just, like, extend that to jobs? Like, because that's literally, like, how do you even do that if you don't even have child care for Friday? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that they're, like, figure it out. So that's not, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first bottle of tonight is... Farm Fresh Wine Company Blackberry Moscato. So last time we left off and Feyre is actually at the night court, right? And she's getting into it with Resand. Mm-hmm. So in addition to, you know, kind of dealing with Resand and his attitude, she does hear another female's voice. We don't know quite who she is. Actually, we don't know who she is at all, but we do hear her voice. So let's start off. Chapter six. Feyre refuses Rhysand's offer to teach her to read. He reminds her that as a High Lord's wife, she would be expected to write letters, give a speech or two. It is a necessary skill, reading and shielding. You can practice both of them together. Feyre admits that they are both necessary skills, but tells Rhys that he is not who will be teaching her. Reese asks, what else is she going to do with herself? Paint? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because she doesn't want to paint. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in her frustration with Reese, Feyre bends a fork into a tangle of metal. He asks if anyone has told her she's rather strong for a high fee. He also asks her if she's tested herself against anyone. 
She asks, why would she do that? And Rhysand says she was resurrected and reborn by the combined powers of all the High Lords. He would be curious to see if anything else had transferred. So what is one thing that you would not let your significant other or someone you may possibly have feelings for teach you? How to drive. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Which is funny because mm-hmm. Arnold and I, we met in driver's ed, but, <gasps> but we never drove together in the same okay. car. So, because he probably would have been like, what the heck is she doing? And I would probably do the same thing because he doesn't look at the road. He looks at everything that's on the side. <laughs> is that uh, anything having to do with driving? Yes. I totally get that. Because the guy that that taught me in driver's ed, I hated him. I mean, I hated him with a passion. Did he put push the brake on you? He, he, yeah. But he was a complete dick. Anyway, I don't even know if he's alive anymore. <laughs> so, oh, she's like, who knows? I don't want to speak ill of the dead. Dang, dang. But he was a jerk. Anyway... Anything like with technology, anything, anything IT, anything with apps on my phone, anything like that. I kind of feel like I could just Google that Mm. and teach myself. Uh. Feyre and Resand are bickering about all that happened under the mountain and her spite keeping her from accepting his help. When Reese goes still, he seems to be breathing faster. He goes back to his normal relaxed demeanor and tells Feyre they have company. We are introduced to Morgan, Reese's cousin, or Mm -hmm. more for short. I love her. She was Reese's equivalent in beauty. She must be very beautiful. Gorge. Gorge. She must have really long legs, too. Farrah extends her hand in greeting to Moore, and then Moore just grabs her into a hug. Has that ever happened to you? Like, you try to give somebody a handshake and they, like, hug you? The older people do that a lot. Uh, so, like, I'm not a big hugger unless it's my husband or my kids. I'm If I give you a hug, it's always going to be a one-armed hug. Dude. Because I'm trying to keep as far away from you as possible. My, I'm just not a hugger. My boss. She mm. loves to pull you into a hug and kiss your cheek. Ew, Ew. gross. Oh, you guys, that's all over your cheek. Gross, dude. I don't know what that uh, kiss no. Yeah. It's like a French person. Yeah. You know how, mm-hmm. how the cheeks... Does she uh, lick you too? Oh, I hope not. You don't know? No. Dang. At that point, I'm like. That kiss put you into oh. a trance. <laughs> okay, so. Nasty. I think like more, whenever I have that situation happen, it's usually like a male. Really? You know? Like yeah. Older male. Older, 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 older gentleman. Sugar man. daddy? No. no like a, like even, an older uncle or something like that. And they're like, Let Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is disgusting. And they in smell. A, in an ill way. In an yeah. ill, ill, gross way. Right. Sorry, <laughs> I said the older people. I know my grandma used to do that a lot. No, no. It's only ever happened to me with males uh-huh. that just want to show you, oh, I'm still strong. More comments that Farah looks like she's getting under Reese's skin. She calls Farah a liar when she says, it's nice to meet her. She knows Farah does not want to be at the night court. Reese seems to be annoyed with his cousin's appearance and suggests she attend her duties. Moore tells Reese she needed a break. He told her she could come whenever she wanted. Why not when he brought her new friend to meet? Fair realizes that her voice was the one she heard mocking Reese last night. Mm-hmm. Reese explains that Moore is his cousin in the loosest definition. They were raised together and she is his only surviving family. Fair tells Moore that she didn't see her under the mountain. When Moore tries to explain where she was, she is interrupted by Reese. He asks if Farrah has eaten enough and tells her their first lesson awaits. As they walk away, Moore tells Farrah if she wants company to just give a shout. Their first lesson doesn't go very smoothly. 
Farah is reluctant to show Rhysan where she stands in her ability to read and put letters together. He asks her to try to read something for him, and she sounds it out quite slowly. It's so embarrassing. I know. <laughs> Cannot read. I, I feel so bad for her in that part, because it's just like... Like struggling, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, it brings back those memories of when you were in school, and you were asked to read, or it's your turn to read. Oh yeah. You know, and if you weren't really good, and you just knew that everyone was just like staring you down. Well, the the <laughs> one kid that wasn't doing so well that they were all making looks at them, you know. Oh yeah. You just knew that if you did that, then you were just like toast. Mm. You look absolutely delicious today, Farah. That's what she reads. She gets all feisty with him, and he tells her in her mind that it's true, isn't it? Feyre tells Reese to get out of her mind. Reese sinks into Feyre's mind with his claws, and she can't even move. He continues to talk into her head and tells her to shove him out. She struggles until she can get him out. He tells her to put her shields up. If you were to go into a significant other's mind, what would you look for? Oh, I don't know if I even want to know. Yeah, I was just going to say the question would be, I would, would be I want to go there? To look, I guess. So for me, for Arnold, I would want to see what he really thinks about my cooking. <laughs> <laughs> because he eats whatever I give him, but sometimes I'm like, mm, that's a little questionable. He still uh, says he likes it, so I don't know. I Maybe his taste buds are off. I would be scared to go into Charlie's mind. I think anyone would be scared. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, so which Charlie are we talking about? Because he has many personalities. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I I would just be afraid to see what's what's in there. Rhysand commends favor on her ability to read that sentence, push him out of her mind, and lift her shields. He tells her she will be reading by Ninsar, which is months away. She asks if she'll still be bound to the bargain at that time. When he doesn't answer, she knows he means... To hold her to it. Yeah. Like, she she knew what the original agreement was. It's the rest of her life. I don't even know why she's asking. I guess she's, like, Because she's 19, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's just a teenager. She's just, like, like testing when, her limits. when somebody gets grounded, like, they're a teenager, and they're like, can I go to the mall? No, fool, you're grounded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. She tells him that after all that happened under the mountain, she figured that it was enough. That she didn't owe him anything. She thought he was different. He tells her that he is not her enemy. Farah says Tamlin says otherwise. Everyone says he is her enemy. He wants to know what Farah thinks. Farah said the way he's acting makes her agree with everyone. Rhysan asks Farah if she ever told anyone what he had done under the mountain. She doesn't want to think of that time. He tells her it's because it's so much easier to pretend it never happened and to let everyone coddle her. She tries to tell him he's wrong. And she's ready to be taken home. So Feyre gave her life for all of Prithian, but the High Lords brought her back to life. Would you say that they are even now? Why or why not? Uh, They really kind of owe her still. Even though, okay, even though she did give up her life and then they gave it back to her. She still had to endure it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They did endure it a lot too, but like she had... She was a human at that time, so she... She she had no ownership of that situation. That wasn't any of her... Not even, like, really related to her, right? Mm. Yeah, and they gave a fraction of something. They didn't give an entire life, right? So... So. Right, right. And then also, on top of that, though, she's only 19, right? Mm -hmm. And Reese did really help her a lot. 
So in a way, her like trauma and all that stuff, that's keeping her from really processing what happened. So I don't know. How do you expect her to to live with that and then be thankful to Rasand after that? When she just kind of feels like she just wants to be ignored. Yeah, she's like, I was mm-hmm. killing Faye and you were just smiling at me. <laughs> I know. But he was helping her. Smiling. But she just doesn't want to think about it. No, I know. I get that. But she's in denial. that's why, like, every time she sees Red, she, like, pees her pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rhysand expresses his thoughts on her life at the Supreme Court. She will be kept there forever, especially after she's popping out babes. Oh. What will Ianthe do when she gets her hands on them? Favor comments that he doesn't have a high opinion of the priestess, and he agrees that, yeah, no, he doesn't. Cutting the conversation short, Reese gives her an assignment of writing her letters and leaves. <laughs> like, do you think she's got, like, those little handwriting tablets? Oh, <laughs> with the little dot, the yes, dash in the I just had to buy a Stella a whole bunch. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> when he returns, Reese attempts to get into Feyre's mind with his claws, and she manages to keep him out. When he makes a snide comment about getting sleep, Feyre sends a nice little insult to him down the bond and lifts her shields once again. Later, Reese leads Spira into a tower to a round room that housed a massive circular table. Unlike this one. <laughs> On the table was a map of all of Prithian, as well as Highburn. Reese asks what Feyre sees in the map, and she tells him she sees a world divided in two. He asks if it should remain that way, Prithian separated from the human realm. She asks if the wall is coming down, and Reese answers, maybe, because war is coming. What do you call those pictures that the psychiatrists show the patients? What do you see? I don't see? know what they're called, but Rorschach. yeah, that's what it reminds. Is that what it's called? So Rorschach, <laughs> like when they make you look at ink uh, blots like, or what whatever. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. What do you see? that's what it reminds me of. You would know I, that. I, you you would know that. Uh-huh. Not me. I have no idea. Uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, that's not what I'm we like use. The, the doodles. <laughs> It's basically like, you know, finger painting. Ooh, <laughs> so maybe Feyre would like that. What do you see, Feyre? I see a high lord, you know, pulling a bone out of my arm. What the hell? Ew. I thought you were something oh, like Is that wiggle wiggle? Yes. <laughs> what a douche magoosh. Okay, so one time, our, okay, this is, sounds gross, but one time I had like an... I'm going to call it an injury on my behind, mm-hmm. right? And Arnold comes by and smacks the hell out of me because it's under my butt, right? And he smacks the crap out of me, and I started crying. He's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, you know I have something there hurting. He was like, oh, it's all right. But it was like, it hurt. So I could just picture, like, if he had done that on purpose, oh, my God. I don't think I could forgive him. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's, that's what I felt like when I read that. So I was like... Is he doing it too? Mm, I don't know, <laughs> but like, what's funny? Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. It was, that is awful. Uh-huh. Like, he will always be like, that part was like, oh. <laughs> it was just like a harsh way to get her to like enter into that right. bargain. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, I would bring it up. You know, we, we know that eventually what happens. I'd be bringing it up all the time. Uh, yeah, that's why I would <laughs> that's say That's how that. I win every argument, right? Right? Remember when I had that injury, Arnold? No, I would bring it up in every argument. Remember I when know. I saved all of Prithian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> our second wine of the night is, our next wine of the night is Kiss Sunset, Forbidden Kiss, Blood Orange. Bloody, like the blood that Pharaoh sees everywhere. And if you love citrus, like really, really citrusy flavors, this is for you. Yes. Yeah. On the grapefruit side of yes. citrusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, on to chapter 7. After Reese has told Pharaoh that war is coming, she begs him not to invade the mortal lands. He's quite offended that she thinks he would do such a thing. He also yells at her to put her dang shield up. He, I know. I wonder if like she was checking him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like, he, like I guess she was thinking the worst of him at that yeah, moment. Uh-huh. And he was just like, I can't take this. That's why I would be like, I can't look into my lover's mind. You I know, know. Like, I would be so pissed like all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I My self-conscious, I would be like, oh, she would be so beautiful if only this... You know, that would be my terror, my... Man, you're so judgy. <laughs> of myself. Oh, about yourself. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about, like, you'd see people walking down the streets, and that's what you'd be saying. No, I would be afraid of what they are thinking of Of me. you. Oh, okay, okay. Goofball. Sorry. I, got I mean, I'm not... I don't care. He's going to be like, oh, her boobs look flabby. I'm like, yes, they do. Mine are perfect. <laughs> Oh, That's all wow. I care about. Wow, now we're going to have to put a picture of your boobs on Instagram. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> he tells her that Highburn still wants to take over the human realm. He's wanted to for over 100 years. Feyre did not fix everything by killing Amarantha. Feyre asks if the king will attack Prithian first, and Reese acknowledges that it would make sense since Prithian is the only thing separating this kingdom from the continent. There are already small holes in the wall separating the fairylands from the humans. Feyre gets queasy thinking of the damage Hybern can do without the wall. If evil fairies were still able to cross through small holes. Reese reveals he does not know when or where the king will attack, nor who his allies are. This surprises Feyre that some of the fae would side with him, but they really just don't want to face his armies once again. When asked if he participated in the war, Reese says he led a legion of soldiers stationed in the south where the fighting was the thickest. Reese thinks that Hybern will use trickery to weaken Prithian. Amarantha was the first part of the plan. This time around, if a new war were to start, Prithian would have to deal with untested high lords, broken courts with ambitious high priestesses, hmm, who could he be talking about? <laughs> and people who are feeling powerless. He lets Farah know he is speaking of this with her because Tamlin had previous ties to the king. Of course, Farah defends Tamlin. He'd never help the king. Reese wants to know if Tamlin is willing to fight, possibly use those old connections to their advantage. Since Reese and Tam Tam are not really friendly these days, he'd like Pharaoh to be the middleman. Oh. Don't you hate that? She's like, Grow up, men, and just talk to each other. She's like, do you want me to be the middleman? That's basically what she's, he's asking her to do. Pharaoh tells Reese that Tammy doesn't really share that kind of information with her. Reese tells her it's about dang time she made him. Also, he needs Feyre because rumor has it she has caught herself a cereal on her own. Mm-hmm. She tells him it wasn't that hard. She's like, oh, like, <laughs> like it's hard? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's tried and failed twice. I which, hate it when that happens. Yeah. When you fail twice or when you lose that cereal? When you, when you lose that cereal. <laughs> Get that cereal. Yeah, every time. I'm always too late in October for that that, <laughs> that monster berry. 
cereal. Oh my, oh my god. You actually, you know what? I bought like all three of them. Oh. And they don't taste the same anymore. They don't taste mm-hmm. good at all. Yeah. I know. That's the Count Chocula and the Booberry and the Frankenberry. Frankenberry. There you go. Was there another one? No. Those three, right? Yeah. Okay, so he needs Pharaoh to track down what he needs. Pharaoh asks what this is, and of course he does not give her an answer. Although there are other hunters, Feyre is the only one he trusts, and although she could betray him, she won't. He knows it. So, what are your thoughts on the trust between Rhys, Feyre, versus Tim and Feyre? Holy hell, he is not even, like, dating her, and he trusts her way more than Tam. Tam won't even let her leave, and I know that's supposedly for his her protection, but he won't even let her know any of the plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... She's just supposed to sit quiet and look pretty, and that's it. Yeah, I think Reese has a higher advantage since he has that, uh, what was it, a bargain, a bond thing mm. with her? So he, on an emotional level, feels, sees, and hears everything that goes on with her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see and that. And Tamlin doesn't even pay attention to her when she's crying or puking. <sighs> For real. Hold <laughs> back that hair. I know. That's crazy. I don't think I could ever. I would have left him already because that would have pissed me off. Mm-hmm. What would have pissed me off is him never coming back, going like running through his oh. little country <laughs> side <laughs> and like not coming back. And I'm just there chilling out at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't expect me to give you any pets, you know? <laughs> no scratches for you. No purring. No, no, no more for you. No pets. No pets for that. <laughs> No, I think that they also forged a deeper bond than Tamlin and her were able to do in the three months. Like, okay, so if you think about it, how how long was she with him outside of the mountain? Mm -hmm. And if under the mountain, she also spent about three months, right? Or a little bit more? I think so. I think it was probably equal time, but I feel like they made more of an impression yeah. on right. each other, yeah. like, under the mountain. Right. Mm-hmm. Reese was more willing to go and communicate with her, even though she didn't want to. You know how they say also, like, when things get rough, you uh-huh. know who your true friends are. Like, right. Yeah, so, like, Reese was a friend to her, and Tamlin just he sat there quiet. Jumped in there before Tamlin, right? Like, when she was fighting Amarantha? Yes. Well, Tam- technically, Tam was still, like, hurting I so I feel like he was just trying to show Reese up but Reese he got just it. wanted a band-aid yeah. and nobody gave it to him <laughs> yeah but, but yeah. yeah 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 he did go and like attack but what's funny though is that Tam got all the glory right at the right end. that's yeah that's messed up though yeah, yeah. and Tamlin and Feyre don't talk yeah 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 they okay. don't talk that's like they just do it right like that's their way of communication <laughs> Yeah, that's with a their, bad way with their genitals. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah, I know. And was, their body fluids. I know, like online, I think <laughs> there was like a. I had made a comment. They're like they don't really have emotional intimacy. People, a lot of people think that intimacy is just boning. Yeah. Oh. And it's not that like intimacy is knowing you know each other yeah. and your emotions and being like you know talking. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Like, sensing each other's emotions without right. even somebody yes. having to say, like, yes, I am pissed off. Yeah. Now, Reese does have, the, like you said, the mm-hmm. advantage of the bond. And he's a he's got those day mati right. things, whatever, skills, whatever, reading minds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they don't even talk. The basis of the base mm-hmm. things that you need to have a good relationship. I think everything's but, just based on empathy. Yeah. Right? Also, yeah. though, like, even when she does tell him that she's feeling, you know... 
He doesn't validate he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even when she spells it out, he's just not listening. So. Yeah. Like he just doesn't want to even ask anything. So like he doesn't care. So yeah. if he, if he, even if he had the knowledge that Rhysand, mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't do much with it. Yeah, he wouldn't know what to do. He's just one of yeah. those guys. Yeah. 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 And if y'all run across one of those guys, run away. Very fast. <laughs> oh, I might fall. <laughs> oh, no. I hope I don't fall. Without <laughs> heels. Make sure you have no heels. Oh, on. God. I can't even wear heels no more. But you know what? That's very good advice. Yeah, yeah it is. Communication is always key. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, he mentions Feyre's powers, and she denies having any. He tells her she has powers that would indicate a son would become an heir. But she says she's not a high lord. And he asks, what if she was a high lady? And, you know, obviously we can recall her conversation with Tamlin. Mm -hmm. Tamlin telling her that... There's no such thing as a high lady. Yeah, (laughs) like, really, dude? Of all the people that could become a high lady, wouldn't it be Feyre, basically? She's got all their power. She saved all of their butts. We're not... Yeah, that too. And (laughs) we don't all... We don't really know that she's got all their powers. You guys, Beyonce's song... All the single ladies. I feel like we need to like make that all the highly. <laughs> oh, I thought we were gonna do like who runs the world. Oh yeah, yeah. that, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yes. And although she may not be a high lady currently, <laughs> Joe's in Julia's parenthesis in the notes, she can possibly yield the power of seven high lords. This power could destroy her if she doesn't know how to control it. She needs to master them, which is something that, like, upon second reading, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, Tamlin's not willing to train her on how to use her powers. That was possibly detrimental. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if they don't use their powers, then I guess it kind of like, I don't know, it's like a festering wound. <laughs> <laughs> like blue balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like, yes, like blue balls. Every now and then, Reese is like, I just, I just have to turn into this big bat. <laughs> anyway, so Feyre asks if he's suggesting that Reese be the one who teaches her. And he's like, Offy. <laughs> She tells him her high lord wouldn't allow it. She's his subject, after all. Reese corrects her. She is not one of his nor anyone else's subjects. She can choose to be Tam's reward or trophy and feel less than, but he knows that it wouldn't be enough for her. She cannot be okay with being a trophy for someone who did nothing for his court for 50 years and did nothing when Pharaoh was torn apart. Which... You know, true mm-hmm. that, true that. For sure, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how can he stand himself? I don't know. <laughs> I, I. But you know what? That's probably what it is for him. You know, like, he probably mm-hmm. feels less than. Mm-hmm. this. The guy stinks of, like, short man syndrome for him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you it. Know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's overcompensating real bad. Like, oh, I'm going to protect you. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I still couldn't, you know? Like, <laughs> but... I'm going to pretend like I can. (laughs) But she could be part of this war. It's coming one way or another. And no one else will give a crap about her family across the wall. If she wants to save the mortal realm, she needs to become vital to the Fae. She needs to become a weapon for Prithian. She can ask her High Lord and supposed friend Ianthe, but really the choice is hers. 
For several days following this exchange, she does not see Resand nor more. Nor more. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> But on the final day, she's walking through the house and she hears Reese and Moore speaking. They seem to be having a heated dispute about Azriel knowing something. Moore tells Reese that there was an attack at a temple and most of the priestesses were slain. She doesn't know who did this. So, Pharaoh seems to always be around to eavesdrop. Would you say that you're, you yourself are an eavesdropper? If it's loud enough, I'm going to listen to it. Right. <laughs> Maggie, Maggie got real defensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am the worst eavesdropper because I am, like, practically deaf. So. so I could probably be by the door, like, listening in. I am, like, I mean, like, every five words, so. But could you imagine yourself? If you had Faye hearing. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know how, like, on the movies and they have, like, neighbors banging on neighbors and they have those, like, little mic things oh, and yeah, they yeah, point yeah, in yeah. a direction? That's what I would need. Like, <laughs> in order to eavesdrop. Well, when we were little kids, they had, like, that spyware where you put in your ear or whatever and you can hear. I remember I always wanted that. It was basically, like, a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I would I would say, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, if, if you work in an office area and you, your office walls are pretty thin, like you are an involuntary eavesdropper. And that's I am, me. I am not going to not listen. I'm sorry. And I think that's why I always get pissed off at work a lot. Oh, because <laughs> you hear people's conversations? All the damn time. What's funny is like, uh, I don't think, I'm, well, you know, I'm... I'm deaf. Like, my right ear is the worst. I cannot hear very well. So, people can be talking to me. I don't even realize it. So, oh. in the office, I'm saying. Not not oh, like, okay. if you're looking at me and you're talking to me, I know you're talking to me. But yeah. I'm facing away from, like, my office mate. And if she's talking to me, sometimes I don't hear it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> were you talking to me? They're like rude bitch. Because, I, for real. Because I'm deaf. Okay, <laughs> yell at me or throw something at me, you know? Yeah, I'm stapler. <laughs> Okay, not that. At where I work, uh, they would be like, for Julia, you need to touch her on the shoulder before you talk to her. <laughs> so she knows that you're talking so, to her. So I don't get spooked. <laughs> right, exactly. So Reese is so angered by this news, he turns into Batman. <laughs> oh, God. He asks, okay, wait, wait, wait. Is Cassian Alfred or is he Robin? Cassian? <laughs> Cassian is not Robin, and he is not Albert. Like he's no sidekick, okay? <laughs> he's his own person. Cassian is like... He's Cassian. I don't even know how to explain it. He's like Thor. <laughs> yes. And who's Azrael? He's Robin. He, no, he's <laughs> not Robin. Well, I guess, you know what? He probably could be Robin, actually. But, um... But, but like, Cassian's like the, the general oh, of his I would army. think that he would be like Captain America if he was in the well, Marvel yeah. Universe. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. He would be another movie. Like, so it's, you know how in DC it's like you've got it's Batman, like, Superman. Right. Okay, Superman is probably Reese, honestly. Well, he is probably... <laughs> you know what? Superman is Reese. Batman is Azriel. <clears throat> and I like to take that back because Superman's really boring. Oh. Batman's a lot more interesting. Okay, okay. Superman is Cassian. <laughs> What? Are you calling Cassian boring? Well, I mean, he's, uh, he's not boring I in the bedroom. He's a, uh, oh, he's, Which oh, Superman are you, re, are you replying to? Okay, okay. Christopher Reeves. Okay. <laughs> I think DC is pretty hard to work with when we're talking right. about this, okay? Okay, uh, you know what? Cassian is Deadpool. Let's just put that. Deadpool is the one that's always throwing jokes, always just mm -hmm. throwing around. He's, He's funnier. Oh, 
But he's Ryan not Deadpool Reynolds? funnier. I don't think there's a funnier Marvel character than Deadpool. I think they modeled him to be like the craziest. I don't know. He's very Thor like though. He's very Thor. <laughs> You're like, Julia's like, mm-hmm. well, then I think Adriel's like a perfect, mm-hmm. perfect Captain America because he's, I oh. think all his movies are boring, but he's really pretty to look at. Who is? But Asriel's a creep, isn't he? Kind of like. I think Asriel has like some darker stuff going right. on. Like he's like a Dexter or something, he's, right? He's definitely Batman energy though. Like he's def like dark, like, I don't know. Do, are there any Marvel? Who, who's a darker Marvel character? Yeah, they're all pretty light. Mm. Hey, hey, I mean, if anyone's listening to this and you have some suggestions there about go. which ones would be the equivalent of the other in the Marvel or DC universe, you know, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah, for sure. That would be very interesting to hear everybody's opinions. Yeah. But Cassian is um, <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yeah. Thor. He's yeah. Thor. He's got for the sure. Thor energy. Yeah. Wow. He's so, like, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So Reese is so angered by this news, he turns into Batman. He asks what Az has to say about it. He's pissed and Cassian too. Cassian is convinced it was a rogue Illyrian warband, and Reese thinks on this. During Amarantha's reign, they tried to expand their borders. Cass and Az are waiting for orders, and Mora is to tell them he will meet them in a few hours. Mora vanishes before Feyre's eyes. It's winnowing, taking a step from one place to another. Only stronger Fae can do it. Right? Feyre asks what Illyrian warbands are. They're a warrior race. Some supported Amarantha during her reign. Reese and his peeps have been hunting them down. The ones that really were fierce supporters of, the, of Amarantha. Reese is then done explaining everything to Feyre and turns to fly off to his buddies. The final morning... Of Pharaoh's week there, Reese reminds Pharaoh of what she might face once returning home. Annoyed, Pharaoh tells him to just take her home. He asks Pharaoh about his offer and she tells him she will give him her answer next month. He reminds her that he is not her enemy, but she tells him that he's Tam's enemy and therefore hers too. He winnows her to the spring court and wishes her luck as he vanishes. When Feyre finds Tam and Lucian in the study, Tam rushes to her and examines all of her for any sign of harm. She looks around and sees that Tam trashed the room, which is ill. Which is very (laughs) ill. I'm sorry, but that was like... Mm-mm, no. And he's like, no, no, no. I trashed half the house. <laughs> That's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so impressed, Tam. Like, what the hell? Like, I wouldn't have even admitted that. I'd be like, I, I, know. I don't know who did that. The dog did it. Be a <laughs> the fox did it. No. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Reese took her from him. He stole her. He tells Farah he's not letting her go next time. And she reminds him that Reese said there would be consequences if the bargain wasn't held. Tam then tells Farah that he needs to ask her some questions now. And she's pretty annoyed because she wanted to go and do it. You know, God. got hot and heavy right away. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's like, I got me some, like, <clears throat> I saw Rasan, he's so hot, and I, I just need to get this energy out, you know. But, and you but, want some of this cookie? Right? You know, and he's just like, And no, he's like, no, let's talk about Rasan. I'm not, I'm not into the clam right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to know about Reese and the Night Court. And he needs to do it while it's fresh in her mind. Yeah. 
Like, Maybe instead she... of, like, spending that time with her, he wants to talk about another man. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do Mr. I don't want to hear another male's name on your... Yeah, tongue. Anyway, Lucian comes over and makes fun of Feyre's night court attire, and then the interrogation <laughs> begins. He's forever making fun I of know, her I, 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 Yeah, he, like, gives her a jab. I think it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I think it's funny. I'm like, Lucian, like... Um, he keeps it real. He's going to make fun yeah, of her no yeah. matter what. He's this like is, a big brother. This is the last of funny Lucian that we see for a little while. Yeah. Um, they want to know the layout of the court, who she saw, what weapons and powers they had, any details she could remember Lucian wants to take advantage of this bargain fair has with Reese. She has access to the night court that they otherwise would not have. Knowing everything about his enemy is vital, yet he still will not let Farrah know any of his plans. And so, Farrah spills the beans on everything, including Reese thinking she has powers. She asks Tam if he thinks the same. It's possible, but it would be dangerous for other High Lords to find out. They might kill for it, not wanting any of their power to be passed along or taken from them. Like, who can even say that they would even get it back if they killed it, you know? For real. Right. Idiots. She informs them, oh, such a man, right? Such a man thing to think, right? <laughs> she informs them that Rasan wants to train Feyre to use them powers. And Tam asks why she would need to train if he is there to protect that her. That made me sick. Sir, I do not recall the last time that you actually protect me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so how about Amarantha beat her to <laughs> Julia? What? <laughs> Julia's little sentence here. Uh, how about when Amarantha beat her to a pulp? <laughs> <laughs> well, she did. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where were you at, Tamma? No nope, kidding. Gone. Chilling on a stone throne. <laughs> I'm like sitting right next to my 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 soon-to-be girlfriend, <laughs> redhead. Feyre says she can use her powers against Tyburn, and Tammy is like, nope, no way. Not going to happen. It would take forever to train her anyway. Besides, there is no war with Hyburn. What does Rasan know? Tam basically ignores Feyre wanting this training and continues to ask about the time at the night court. And as his subject, Feyre complies. <sighs> so, what the hell is up with Feyre taking all of this crap? This is exactly the chapter I was telling y'all about earlier yeah. that reminded yes. me of high school. But yeah. she, I think she just doesn't know better. She doesn't. She hasn't been treated well. Right. So she doesn't know. She's, like she's so desperate for love that she takes anything like coming to her that yeah. she thinks that's right. I guess also because of the way they treated her at home. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. got no respect at home right. either. And those are the people who are supposed to be nourishing mm-hmm. to her. And, and they didn't. Yeah. I just think that she's tolerating a lot because she's getting a meal every day that she didn't have to hunt for. You know what I mean? Right. That's basically... She's getting the bare necessity, and she didn't get that before, and so someone's giving her the bare necessities, right. and she thinks it's love. And she yeah. doesn't have to fight for it. Like, she doesn't have to mm-hmm. go near death. But she knows that some of this is wrong because she's like, oh, he's not paying attention to me or whatever, you know? So it's like she's expecting him to change or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And she needs to come to that reality that's not going to happen because he would have done it by now. Which is funny, though, because he actually hasn't been any different yeah. from the ver- the first book. Because mm-hmm. he was always trying to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just weren't seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 8. One week after returning to the Supreme Court, the tithe is here. 
During this week, Tam is only with her one day. One stinking day. Jeez. I know. She has to endure her nightmares and puke sessions alone, per usual. But this morning, Ianthe is helping her dress and giving her advice on what she's to do during the tithe. And basically, it's nothing. Sit there and look pretty. It takes hours and people bring in gold, jewels, chickens, <laughs> crops, all sorts of things. Five hours in a water wraith. Is that how you say it? Water wraith? Yeah. Okay. Five hours in, a water wraith comes up to the dais and tells Tamlin that there are no fish left in the lake. Tam says she still needs to pay. She has three days or pay double the next tide. She begs. They have no gold. Tam barks at her not to interrupt him. She knows the consequences if the tithe isn't paid. After the fairy has left, Favorite asks, why make her suffer like that? They don't need a basket of fish. And honestly, who does? It's disgusting. I hate seafood. <laughs> Joe, hates fish. Joe hates fish. Yeah. So he tells her he cannot make exceptions. Otherwise, everyone will demand the same treatment. Oh, my gosh. Equal, like, nice treatment? From I know. Head? I know. So Favorite still continues to question this tradition. Why do they need all this crap? Why not help them by replenishing their pond? And he just tells her because that's the way it is. And it has been since forever. Farrah insists that they should help her. And Tam tells her they have so much other crap to deal with. Also giving her handouts, they, it won't help her. So Farrah excuses herself for fresh air and leaves before either Tam or Ianthe could stop her. So does this even seem like fair high lord practice? No. Right? Like, mm -mm. this is, like, main. He reminds me of one of those spoiled kings from back then. The ones that don't get their weight off with their heads. Right? Or, like, you know, like, in a, the Disney Robin Hood, the cartoon, he, like, wants all the jewels. Oh, yeah, yeah. King John. <laughs> is it King John? I, can't, I can't remember. I have no idea, really. Friar. It was a lion. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that. But was, I think it was. Who's, who was Friar Tuck? Uh, the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, what animal was he? I'm talking about the cartoon. It was a bear. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a bear, right? Was it? Fire track was a bear. I think so long. I think you're right. I think it was right? a bear. It was a bear. Yeah. 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 I bet Robin Hood was a fox. <laughs> yep. Duh. Right? He was a fox. <laughs> oh my god. I love you, Come fox. <laughs> Can we stop? <laughs> Bear runs in the direction of the water wraith and calls to her. She asks how much the tithe is, and the water wraith tells her more than is in her pocket. Feyre quickly takes off her ruby-studded gold bracelet and diamond earrings and instructs her to use whatever she gets from it to pay the tithe and get some food. When asked what she wants in payment, Feyre says nothing. The wraith thanks her and tells her she will not forget this kindness. Later that evening, during dinner, Favor and Tam get into it regarding her giving her jewelry away. Favor tells him that they have a house full of gold and jewels. She's never worn the same piece of jewelry twice. That would be nice, right? Oh, bling, bling. Mm -hmm. I wish I had clothes like that. For real. <laughs> so you don't have to do the laundry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Tam tells her she is undermining the laws of, the, of this court. Handing over the jewelry to that gluttonous fairy 
makes them look weak. Oh, I, my God. I know. I can't believe you said that. She <laughs> looked like she was, like, scrawny. Like, she was not looking like she'd be, she'd be mm-hmm. eating all the fish, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> There's plenty of fish in the sea, Gluttonous. but not in that pond. <laughs> How, I'm sorry, but I got so mad when he when his character says gluttonous. Which is not fair because he gets his little magic and all the food just shows up, right? right. That's not well, it is only showing up because of Vera, and so he should talk to her in a more respectful way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this really pisses off Era. She tells him not to talk to her like that. He doesn't understand what it was to starve for months at a time or go home to her sisters without any food for her entire family. But she's not going to let one of their people starve because of some ridiculous rule his ancestors put in place. Lucian tries to defend Vera, and Tam snaps at him. What a douche. I know. And then poor Lucian lowers his head like a little obedient dog. And Vera is even angrier. She really feels for Lucian. He's Tamlin's friend. Loyal friend. And then all of a sudden, she's in someone else's head. Only for a moment, she realizes she's just entered Lucian's head. She knows who that gift came from. And she gets up to leave from the table and Tam tells her they are not finished with this meal. And Vera tells him to get over himself and leaves. <laughs> Good. I love that part in the graphic audio. Yeah. She thinks she saw two burned handprints under her napkin, but hope no one noticed. And neither Lucian nor Tamlin are aware of what just happened. The way I would do that to all of my toast. Oh, I thought you said toes. I was like, what? No, my toast. You like hold the bread like this? I would make all the grilled sandwiches all the time. Grilled cheese. Our third bottle is Echo Falls Strawberry, Raspberry, and Blackberry Fruit Fusion. That sounds interesting. It does, right? It mm-hmm. sounds very tasty. Okay. Chapter 9. Back in her room, Farah is thinking about what just transpired at the dining hall. Maybe she had imagined all this, the hands, the mind traveling. Alice entered to help Farah dress for bed. Looking into her mirror, she sees that the purple has returned under her eyes. This had improved while at the night court, and it's only taken a week to bring them back. Possibly permanently. Alice asks Farah about the water wraith. Feyre tells her that they were starving, and Alice tells her that they have an insatiable appetite. It's their curse. Girl, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> the jewels will not last a week, but she will never forget it. She will be forever in Feyre's debt, and mm-hmm. word will definitely spread. After midnight, Tamlin still hasn't come to bed, so Feyre goes to look for him. He tells her she should be in bed, and she says, same. He says this is why he didn't want to be High Lord. Too much paperwork. Oh, my gosh. You cannot <laughs> tell me that there's any freaking paper. How many scrolls you got to be signing there? You know, like, mm, did you write a treaty today? What did you do? And he probably like, dictates, too, right? Like, right somebody now. else writes for him, and he just puts an X. Yeah, get, get yourself an, a, sec, a secretary or administrative assistant. Anyway, you could have hired that wraith. She was looking for some a job. Anyway, and then he actually apologizes. <laughs> it's, it's gross. Anyway, Tam gives her a gift, and she silently hopes it's not a crown. But when she opens it, although it's not a crown, she's still very disappointed. <laughs> it's a traveling paint set. 
And then we are all disappointed. <laughs> I know. True. Like, oh my God, what if she gets back into it and that's all we hear about? We're all like, what's he going to get her? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's paint. He notices that she's not all that excited. He thought she went back to painting. Farah asks if she will even be able to roam the grounds to paint on her own. And Tamlin's silence is her answer. So, have you ever received a gift you didn't care for but pretended to like? <laughs> All of them. Okay. I'm returning your gifts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> No, no, no. One, no. One time, I think there was a family member that would sell Mary Kay. And when you got nothing but Mary Kay oh for Christmas or your birthday, it was like, mm, thanks. I have a family, had a family member that they would give me a wax warmer for my birthday and for Christmas for like the last two years. Hmm. And I'm like, don't you remember what you got me? So I had like four. Oh my God. <laughs> I always get, okay, cinnamon scented candles. Oh. I hate cinnamon scents. You can give those to me. I hate them. And like, yeah. and give me the wax I love, right? Oh, but you should have told me. I would have given you What's funny though, though, because I am so like loud about my hate for cinnamon scented candles yeah. that I'm like, do you not know me? Like, why would you get this for me? I hate cinnamon scented candles. <laughs> I hate it on purpose. Right? Then you're like, I am. Screw yeah. Julia. They're like, oh my we God. I don't know Julia. She loves leather. Leather. It's yeah. not so woodsy. Yeah. Right? Wood, piney? Piney. Well, piney is Arnold, so okay. I've adopted it because around Christmas time, if I make the entire house smell like pine, he'll be happy. <laughs> is, In is a it, winter wonderland. It's, it's, <laughs> is it balsam? Balsam? Yeah, balsam. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Balls. But, did, balls. Did, but did you pretend to like those uh, wax warmers? I did. You know, when I got it, I was like, I love it. Thank you so much. And then, like, when they left, I'm like, Mom, do you need one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because literally, I had, like, three in my house already. And then, like, three in the closet. Dude, and, like, they're telling you that your house smells. <laughs> they're like, you need another one. I think they were pre-gifted. <laughs> <laughs> they're like trying oh to get rid God. of it. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Oh, like, yeah. That's probably true. Uh, we know somebody who re- re-gifts frequently, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it can be obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it has like other wrapping paper still on it, right? Like a little piece. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gift I gave you last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Okay, who's Samantha? Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, so Feyre tells Tamlin that she cannot live like this. She's suffocating with the hovering and the guards. She's harder to kill, stronger now, and Tam tells her his family was also, and they were murdered quite easily. Feyre blurts out, then marry someone who can put up with this. He's saddened. Doesn't she not want to marry him anymore? She says she does, but she's drowning with all the guards and all of the precautions. And just then, his powers blast through the room, shattering windows, splintering furniture, and exploding her never-used gift. What did y'all think about that moment? I would have run away as soon as I could have. What the hell? That almost reminds me of when you see movies and the man beats the woman and he's right. like, oh my god. And he's all apologetic afterwards. It's never going to happen again. It's yeah. going to happen and again. And they believe it. That, that, yeah. That's what's like, no. Like, they always know what to say yeah. to make them believe. You know, that's a yeah. big like temper tantrum why are you gonna stick around with that crap yeah 
so the whole walls being torn apart and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. leading up to this moment I was just oh my god I knew it like you could just I, I felt the lead up to this moment it was just so it, it just ill you yeah. know yeah it's just you see too much of that nowadays you know what I mean and people stick with those type of people girl I don't know I mean like I if you've ever met anyone that has had that kind of temper if you've had a relationship with them you can kind of see all the signs right like dumb people that punch walls or people that throw things right like, even if it seems like it's minor it elevates it, it escalates I mean mm-hmm. so it's it's a bad sign if they do it once they're gonna do it again and also if you accepted it and you were like okay he, he was sorry I'm that means it's okay he, mm-hmm. he thinks it's okay that yeah. he did that yeah it's a slow boil, and you don't realize it until it's... It's going to tire you out mentally, yeah. physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, until you can't take it. Yeah. You and don't want like that. Yeah, and then you just lie to yourself, and you think, oh, life's okay. You mm-hmm. know, they, they just love me. There's better out there. Well, I mean, like, being alone is better, too. Being alone is okay, oh, y'all. Oh, yeah. Being yeah, yeah. alone You don't have to share your popcorn yeah. with anybody. You don't have to share a blanket. Just exactly. kidding. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. But, I don't have to explain where I'm going. I don't have to, you know, like, that's like, mm-mm. you have all these books on your TBR. Let's move on. We're on the last chapter uh, that we're covering today. It's chapter 10. Following the explosion, Farah is looking at Tam and she sees devastation on his face. Tamlin tries to take a step toward Farah, but he can't. He seems to have hit an invisible wall and Farah realizes she has put up a shield as protection. She thought Tam had kept her safe from this outburst as she remained unharmed in a destroyed room. But nope, it was all her. And then Tam begs her and apologizes. He tells her he will do better. This was just a bad day with a tithe and all. He tells her he freaked because after her statement about her drowning, he thought he was no better than Amarantha and her minions under the mountain. Duh. (laughs) They hug without Vera ever answering Tamlin as she looks over his shoulder she sees red paint dripping down the wall Dang. like blood. So what do you think about that apology? <clears throat> I kind of, I did kind of feel sorry for him because what are you going to do in this time? There's no PTSD. Like there's no therapy. There's no like psych medication. I guess there's magic, you know. I Can you yeah. magic away PTSD and trauma for 500 years? Uh, he could go do yoga outside. <laughs> no. Meditate. I but, mean, but his but family my, was killed yeah. in his home. and My thinking is this wasn't an apology. This was an excuse. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking. It's like yeah. a sorry excuse because she's going to take that excuse so he can do anything. He mm-hmm. has it wrapped around his finger. Yeah. You would think maybe also, though, 500 years of self-reflection might have been beneficial for him, but he's probably not that self-aware anyway. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. And nobody's going to tell him he does wrong because whatever he says goes. He's he's a high high lord. Yeah. 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 So... On the other side of this, they're not exactly living in times where people talk about their feelings or get trauma addressed. You should know right from wrong. Right. You you should know how to give a true apology. True. You don't need therapy to give a good apology. He's 500 years old. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I am saying. I am agreeing that he is not. Grown-ass man. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He's more than a grown-ass man. He's several (laughs) grown-ass men. So during the days that followed, Tam continued continued to apologize and tried to make things better with sex, basically. Mm, of course. Mm-hmm. Tem doesn't bring up her shield and Faber doesn't dare bring it up. 
After these days, Tam was nearly never around, always out protecting his land. And Feyre spent her time in the library, improving her reading and writing, and working on her shield. She continues to have her nightmares and is happy Tam isn't there to witness. So what do you think has changed that has made their relationship deteriorate so quickly? If you really think about it, nothing has changed. Because he literally was doing the same thing in the first book. Mm-hmm. Even before Under the Mountain, he was doing that stuff. So he's only maintained the status quo. You know? Like his true colors are coming out. No. No? They've always been there. Oh. We just didn't see him. So they're coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think what's going on here is that his manhood has been questioned. He was not able to protect Feyre under the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And now he's trying to be like... I am your protector. And she's basically saying, I don't need a protector. And he's saying, yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's having like a power trip now that she has power. And he doesn't like want her. Right. Do you think that maybe that's another reason why he kind of doesn't want to acknowledge that she has power? Power is that he doesn't want them to be on a level playing field. Right. Like his power is diminished. Kind of like that's why he's like, hers. Feel like right. he's yeah. kind of like belittling her, like with there's no high lady and this and oh, that. You yes. know what I mean? Just to kind of like set her off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's wrong. Yeah. So two weeks later, Tam returns for an extended stay at an extended stay in their home, right? <laughs> oh my God. And things seem to be normal now. One morning, she awakens to hear Tam telling someone to get out. When she hears the voice again, the hairs on her arms rise. Naked Pharaoh grabs a blanket and opens the door to see Rhysand. Reese is surprised by Pharaoh's appearance and asks if they run out of food in the spring court. Damn. I know, right? Right. He tells Pharaoh, let's go. And Tam gets all up in his face. Reese is not too worried, though, and he actually brushes some dirt off of Tam's shoulder. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like, there's like, the exactly the, the balls. Like, but it's like everybody else would be afraid of Tamlin, right? But Reese is like, nah, <laughs> not afraid of you. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Favorite returns to the room to dress in her night court gear. She asks Tam how Reese entered, and he doesn't know. She suggests maybe if there was a war coming, they should mend their relationship. Reese and Tam. Tam gets upset about Feyre's need to know things. Why can't she just sit pretty and be taken care of? This wasn't the time for this conversation, but Feyre knows it's never a good time. Uh, So Reese clears his throat in the hall, which annoys Tam. (laughs) Which is funny. Like, he can just do the smallest thing and annoys Tam. Feyre is actually looking forward to this visit. She's so tired of fighting. Tam gets Reese's hand down when he reaches for Feyre to... (laughs) All jealous. It's just funny, like when you're telling mm-hmm. a cat, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Their interaction is so funny. Mm-hmm. They're <laughs> almost like brothers, right? Like, yeah. 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 Well, they're very familiar with each other, right. so it's entertaining. The thing I like about Reese is that it's not just he's serious and he's very domineering in, in a lot of mm-hmm. ways, but he's also very funny mm-hmm. and not domineering. Like, he lets her have the power. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like Edward and Jacob. No. God, we had to reference it. Somehow or other. <laughs> I don't see how she had any power at all. Ever. Who? Bella. Oh, we're no, not talking no, about them. No, we're no. talking about the boys. Yeah. Oh. How they were. Their oh, mannerisms yeah, towards each, each other. other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so Tam hits Rhysand's hand down when he reaches for Pharaoh to travel to the night court. Tam offers Reese anything he wants if he just ends the bargain now. Reese tells Tam that he already has everything he wants and whisks Farrah away to his court. 
But for real, like, why are you going to offer a high lord something that he already has? Like, mm-hmm. Maybe he wanted Lucian. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't blame him. Give me your fox. <laughs> Give me that foxy boy. Yes. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I do like Reese. Me in too. this book a lot he's so funny he's got the darkness mm-hmm. yes we remember how he was a naughty boy in the way that he went about things it was very purposefully morally gray mm-hmm. in the first book and in the second book we're still getting to that part where he is doing very morally gray things mm-hmm. because the ends justify the means you know kind right. of situation it is nice when he's funny about it. Because mm-hmm. there are so many books where the guy is just the mor- morally gray character and he's all seriousness and there's there's no personality right. there other than that. Right. And just to right. be their sexy, quiet, broody guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's more, he's got the sarcasm and he meet, he matches Feyre's energy. Right, you know? right, right. I, I agree with that. Um, I have a question for y'all about more. Mm-hmm. I, I probably asked this before, but when you first read about her, how did you imagine her? Uh, I didn't. I only imagined the men. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I picture everything in my head, like characters and all that stuff. Like, I always pictured her with black hair, but she has blonde hair. She has very blonde right? hair. Yeah. For some reason, I always pictured her with black hair. She's just a very um, clubby-looking yeah. Barbie. Like, I, I think I told y'all before. Clubby? She, clubby. She like, like to likes to wear the... <laughs> yeah, she likes to wear red, like a oh, red, sexy yeah. dress. Yeah, okay. She uh. is the one that I, I said that she reminded me of Maze, right? From Lucian. From Luc- uh, Lucifer, sorry. The demon. Yeah. Yeah. Her little attitude. That's about it. I think everything's just coming together with Reese and how he is and his plot and all that stuff and everything's getting better. But you know, now I was thinking about it, it's, he's not mm-hmm. just... A, the most handsome man. <laughs> but he's also intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that he's showing his intelligence and all you think of is, as his tan is just he's this ogre, you know? Like, mm-hmm. So that's that's nice to see. You know, he could have been like more ruthless towards Tam, but he wasn't. You know how how Tam is. We know. I just feel like he is more settled. Like more grown up. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Except how to say when it. he's picking at your bone, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is very different if they were friends. Mm-hmm. The difference between them is very stark, you know? Like yeah, yeah. one is very emotionally much more mature than the yeah. other. I will say that he's got, okay, Reese has more people <clears throat> around him than Tamlin does, right? Technically. Yeah, he has more friends in his circle. Yeah. If you want to see that. He just has And Alice, that's about it. And Alice, but Alice isn't really like. Yeah, me. she's not his peeps. Yeah. yeah. And even what's her face, Ianthe's not. Uh, yeah. No. Ianthe's only there because Lucian's there. Yeah, like uh, Reese's whole court is basically his best friends, <laughs> just like us. Oh, that was corny. Anyways, I think Ianthe's a social climber. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 She is the ambitious high priestess that Reese was talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any questions or comments can be sent to 3 witches at gmail.com. You can catch us on TikTok. Sometimes we like to do lives and communicate with everyone. And you can also find us on Instagram at 3 witches. Yeah, let us know if you have any feedback, if you have any questions or answers to questions that came, came up on the show. 
Uh, let us know if you have any kind of questions that we should consider or anything that we should bring up on the podcast. And please, if you are listening to us on any particular podcasting platform like Apple Music or on Spotify, please remember to give us a five-star review. Okay. Until next time. See you later, witches. Toodles. <laughs>